0: day on transforming lives who
1: anoints, right the, Jesus said the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me but in Acts 10 to the 8 Peter said God anointed
0: Jesus of Nazareth with the white Holy Spirit and with power so hol- welcome to transforming lives a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria Virginia Harvest Intercontinental Church Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message.
1: Now, the passage we read earlier in Matthew just explained concerning the whole idea of God. So let me, let's go to our second point, what we say, they work together in unity. Say unity. Mm-hmm. The essence of the Godhead is how they flow. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, the Bible says you hear God saying, Let us make man. Say us. us. He didn't say let me make man. He said let let us make men. I mean, who was he talking to? Obviously, he was not talking to the angels because the angels don't make people. They are not creators. He was talking to the Father, I mean, to the Son and the Holy Spirit. But in this passage in Matthew chapter 3, we see Jesus, the Son, who was physically on the ice. He went to the Jordan River, he was physically at the Jordan River. He was baptized by John. The Bible says when he came out of the water, the heavens were open. The Holy Spirit descended like a dove. So the sun is on the eye. The Holy Spirit descended like a dove and lighted upon the sun. So you have the Spirit and the sun together and there was a voice from heaven so that means God was still in heaven and he spoke this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased three persons right one God say three persons three persons one God amen now The Bible tells us the way they work together in unity is that they trust each other to faithfully uh, 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 um, take care of their part. When Jesus came to this eye, Jesus trusted God the Father and the Holy Spirit to ensure that he accomplishes what God sent him to accomplish. And he worked with the Father and the Holy Spirit to accomplish what God gave him to accomplish. You just have to read the gospel to see how Jesus, the first thing that he said when he went to Nazareth after he was baptized, came from the Jordan. The Bible says he declared to the, the, in the synagogue in Nazareth in Isaiah chapter 61 that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he, the Spirit of the Lord, has anointed me. So you see the Holy Spirit anointing Jesus to do the work that God called him to, to do. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit anointed Jesus to do the work. So, but whenever you find in John, in different places, Jesus was always saying, when he faced the scribes and the Pharisees, he said, The works that I'm doing is not my works it is the father who is working and I'm observing him and I'm doing the work so God is working Jesus is looking at God and he's working with God that's an example of the father working, the son working, the Holy Spirit anointing the son to do the work see the unity you see the unity? Amen. The Father is the one who has the work, who directs the work. The Son is watching the Father. The Holy Spirit is anointed. That's the scene where God wants us to operate. Amen. God wants us to look at the Son. Look at the Father. Look at the Son. Look look at Him. And that's how, that's what Jesus did when He was on this height. He kept His eyes on God. He kept his eyes and his mind focused on what God was doing. But he had the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the enablement, the power, the grace, the presence of God upon his life to accomplish the things that God wanted him to accomplish. Jesus had to trust the Father, and he had to trust the Son. I mean, to the Holy Spirit. Amen. To be able to do the work. There was a connection. A marriage, so to speak. An interwoven connection. they all working together to accomplish that which God wants to do. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. What an example that Jesus came and left for all of us so that we can follow him. Amen. So that we can be able to live to like he did and served the father in total unity and peace amen anointed by the holy spirit look at what god said in matthew chapter 3 verse 17 he said this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased now i, I, I like to to say it this way before this happened i mean when G- jesus was baptized um, before Jesus had not done any miracles Jesus had not healed anybody, I mean there's no record right, the only record that we have, there's a sketchy record but the one major record that we have about Jesus when he went to the temple at age 12 and he met with the scribes and the Pharisees and he interacted with them and they said that he was, he was wise he was asking them questions the Bible says he came back with his parents and he grew in wisdom Amen. In Luke chapter 2, 52, the Bible says he grew in wisdom and favor with God and favor with men. But we don't have all of the other details about his life. But God is saying here to us, as long as you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, before you do anything, God is pleased. So God is not waiting for you to do, to be pleased. God is already pleased with you amen that's why he said to jesus this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased amen and the power of the holy spirit the anointing of the holy spirit was there to make jesus do what pleases the father say hallelujah I, I, I don't know if you got this you, you, I hope you I hope you I hope you get this let me let me say this, this again before you can do anything if you are a child of God if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior God is pleased but you need the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish what pleases God. hello. The Bible says that Jesus was baptized. Now, notice what Jesus said to John the Baptist. Let it be so. It is perfect. It is all right for us to fulfill all righteousness. Now, look at it this way. Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, asking John the Baptist, his forerunner, his servant, so to speak, to baptize him. Amen? Jesus was not being baptized because he was a sinner. He had committed no sin, the perfect Son of God. He was not confessing sin to be baptized. Amen. So, in essence, Jesus could have come like some of us act here that we're too so big and bad, we don't want to submit ourselves. Jesus would have said, "I'm, I'm the Messiah, I don't need anything. But Jesus said, It is fitting, say fitting. It is fitting that we fulfill all righteousness. Now what does it mean? Jesus was most concerned about God's word being fulfilled than his own uh, 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 desires. Or his own uh, um, character per se. Or his own glorification. Jesus was concerned about what the Father had planned. What the Father had designed, He was concerned about what God has planned, in, instead of what His. That's why He said to John, "It is fitting that we fulfill all." Say all. Jesus was not just satisfied with fulfilling some of the righteousness; were fulfilling all. But the Holy Spirit was the one who enabled. And then the Bible says that when He was baptized, God. For his stem of approval. In essence, God was saying, that's my boy. Amen. And then the Holy Spirit came and said, I'll make sure you do what, what God wants you to do. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. My beloved son in whom I am well pleased. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Jesus the God trusted the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that everywhere Jesus went, he did what God wanted to do. And he was anointed by the Holy Spirit to accomplish. All the miracles that Jesus accomplished was because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Because he said it. In Luke chapter 4, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. So all the preaching Jesus did was by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. To heal the brokenhearted, all the healing Jesus did was by the power of the Holy Spirit. To deliver the captives, all the deliverance Jesus did was by the power of the Holy Spirit. To set at liberty those that are bruised. All the 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 they are the, the, uh, um uh, um uh, um healing that he did or the, the emotional uh, uh, um um Stuff the lip the freedom that he did, the opening of the eyes, the the healing of dumb and the blind, the crippled, the lepers. All of those was by the power of the Holy Spirit. The causing the cripples to walk. They were all by the power of the to open the eyes of the blind. All of those was by the power of the Holy Spirit. One scripture that always is one of my best scripture in in a. Uh, uh, um, the Bible is Luke chapter 4, verse 14. The Bible says Jesus returns. He returned yes. After Jesus spent time praying and fasting in the wilderness, when he returned, he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, obedience breeds or produces power in your life. Amen? And so when we submit to God and we are obedient to God, God stem us with the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit amen and then look at, look at what the Bible tells us in, Luke, in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 how God say how God so you see God is the one who anoints right the, Jesus said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me but in Acts 10 38 the Bible says Peter said God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the what Holy Spirit and with power say Holy Spirit, Holy
0: spirit.
1: and power say Holy Spirit and power. Say, say it again. Say Holy Spirit. I'm going somewhere. Say Holy Spirit and power. Say Holy Spirit and power. Say Holy Spirit and power. Now, am I talking about two anointing? No. You see, you can have the Holy Spirit and not manifest the power of the Holy Spirit. Hello? Jesus said, In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. There are many of us who have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, but there is no power in our lives. Hello? Don't get satisfied or caught up with just the quote-unquote Christian nomenclature of just calling yourself being baptized in the Holy Spirit. The idea Jesus promised was power. Say power. Power. You see, Jesus knew for you to overcome and to live in victory in this world where the devil tries to defeat and deceive and scheme. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, I'm a big fan of us being baptized in the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. I'm a big fan, so don't don't misunderstand me. Okay? Okay i'm a big fan, and i already do believe that the initial evidence of the baptism of the holy spirit is speaking in tongues i I believe that okay so don't get me wrong but let me tell you tongues is not the holy spirit hello just because you speak in tongues is not the holy spirit amen you know it's, it's let me let me let me give it this way say i invited you to my house for dinner If you come to my house, just entering my door, the front door, and not enjoying all that I invited you from, you will not have dinner with me. Just coming through my front door and staying at the door, you will not enjoy the blessings that I will have for you. Tongues is like the door. God has invited us to a banqueting table. And he has his angels at the door, who opens the door. And some of us just want to stay by the door and say, Hallelujah, And we don't go into the room to enjoy the blessings and the bondage. And God is saying, I want you to receive power. Jesus said, in order for you and I to be witnesses, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? So how do you get the power of the Holy Spirit? Guess what Jesus did? You press into God. You become his beloved son in whom he's well pleased. Why was God well pleased with Jesus? The, before, before Jesus could ever done any, did anything, God says, I'm pleased. So God is already pleased with you, but the, you need the power of the Holy Spirit to do those things that pleases God. Amen? Now that you have the anointing of the Holy Spirit, don't sit back And just enjoy the tongues portion of it. God wants you to be a witness. To do the work. Jesus went around. The Bible says, Peter said, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about. Say, went about. He did not sit down. He went about. Jesus wants us to go about. The power is in the going about. Say hallelujah. So you see, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit—they are all working together to accomplish the works of God in perfect unity. Jesus trusting God. I, I like what the Bible tells us in the in, in um, on the on the night the um, what you call it the, the Word of the Cross. Jesus was on the cross. And one of the last words that he said on the cross, he said, Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. What a trust. I mean, Jesus knew that God could raise him from the dead. And so he trusted God with his spirit. Hello? Can you trust God? Do you know that God can deliver you? That God can set you free? Can you be absolutely surrendered to God? Like Mary said to God, let it be done unto, to the angel, let it be done unto me according to your word. Amen. Can you be absolutely surrender to God no, regardless of what you face in life? Completely surrender? And that's what Jesus did when he was on this island he came he trusted god allowed the holy spirit to walk and that's why jesus was able to defeat the devil on his own territory because jesus trusted the father and the son to fulfill him third thing that i want to show you concerning the trinity is that there are three separate persons So, three separate persons. Three 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 persons.
0: persons
1: now you need to understand something about the, the father the son and the holy spirit there are three separate places. There are one, push, one scripture in, the, in Exodus chapter 33. The, um, the beginning of Exodus chapter 33, let me just give you a background, is that Moses, I mean the children of Israel, Moses had sent the spies to Canaan to, to um, spy the land. They came back. Ten of them gave a negative report, and it caused the entire congregation of the children of Israel to rebel against God. They said, in essence, the land is flowing with milk and honey, but we are not able to take the land. We are like grasshoppers in the eyes of the people in the land. Now, every time I read that scripture and I quote that scripture, it seems funny, right? Because no matter how wise I am, I cannot see through your eyes. Hello? How many of you have seen through somebody else's eyes? You can assume... But you can't see through the people's eyes. That's why the Bible says that we should set our affection on God and see through God's eyes. So the children of Israel were saying we are like grasshoppers. I mean, that's a grasshopper complex. They were afraid, and so they demeaned themselves. And so two of them, Joshua and Caleb, said, No, we are well able. God has given us the land. We can trust God, and we can take the land. The land was exactly the way God said it was, but the children of Israel, the 10 spies, they were leaders, they were afraid. And because of that, the entire congregation rebelled. And when they rebelled, God said to Moses, I cannot go with you. I cannot go with this congregation, because if I go with this congregation, I will destroy it. And the Bible tells us that Moses went and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights, seeking the face of for the children of Israel. And God said, Okay. I'll forgive them. I'll go with you. And then Moses in Exodus chapter 33 said to God, Well, prior God said to Moses, I'll go with you because I know you by name. You have found favor in my sight. So Moses now talking to God, this is a conversation. Moses said, God, if I have found favor in your sight, show me your glory. I want to see you. Hello? And this is what God said to Moses. God said, you cannot see my face. Say face. So God has a face. Hello? He said, you cannot see my face. So God has a face. Exodus chapter 33. He said, for anyone who sees my face, they will not lay. Okay? So that means the, 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 the Shekinah, the Bible talks about heaven is full of the glory of God. Amen. So the light from God lights the heavens, right? So God was saying, you can't see my face. But then God said to Moses, I will pass by you. That means God can move, right? He said, I will pass by you, and there is a place by me. So that means God is uh, situated. He said, I will put you on a rock. By me, that's another uh, illustration because Jesus is a rock. Right? I'll put you in a rock by me and I will pass by you and I will put my hands over your face and you will see my back. So God has a face, God has hands, and God has a back. Hello? God is a person. Now, I'm not saying God is a human being. I said God is a person. Hello? Say amen. amen. So, God has what you have. In fact, the Bible says we were made in the image of God. So you have a face, you have eyes, you have ears, you have hands, you have feet. God made you in his image. Amen? And when I say made you in the image, I'm not just talking about man. I'm talking about man and woman because the Bible says God created him, uh, um, them, Adam, and Eve, he called them man, right? (laughs) That's how God called. That's why he, you see, where we have God, God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He called them God, one essence, three persons. Say amen. 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 So Moses now wanted to see God, and God told Moses that the only way you will see me, you will see my glory, is because I mean I will pass before you. So we know that God, and the Bible talks about God speaking. The Bible, God can feel. Amen? We are people, we feel. Amen? God has emotions. Amen? God said, I'm a jealous God. God said, the people are stiff-necked. I can't go with them. He said, when I come and I'm walking, talking about the Trinity of Israel, he said, when I'm walking in in your camp, I don't want you to mess up the whole camp and do all kinds of things. You need to control yourself because I can't walk in the mess. God is a holy God, right? So God can walk. So God can walk. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior.
0: Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church Virginia and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com.